Are we gonna start with you doing the little sound bowl? Okay. Let's go. Are we ready? Yeah. I feel better already. Welcome to the most relaxing podcast you've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I have the chill for that. But I sent a video to some of my friends this morning of just doing that. They probably think I'm turning weird. Why is there debris in it? I don't know. It's like a... Incense? All right. All right. So we're doing a short podcast to talk about, um, for those of you guys that have been keeping up with the page about our upcoming six-month prep for uh, physique competition or transformation because we have some people that are going to train like they're going to compete but not compete. So, I have Jessica, a.k.a. Bubbles, a.k.a. Burbujas, that is going to well be, be our guest today. And um, I think if I would have to ask anyone that has been very close to this process it's you because you've been sitting on different sides of this you've been spectator to competing to training to coaching someone because you're also a posing coach yeah. so um thank you jessica i think i interrupted your workout <laughs> so i'm sorry oh, okay. <laughs> so uh, we'll try to make this short but let's let's start with the competition itself what are the Let's start with, we're going to cover the pros and cons, but let's start with the pros. What are some of the pros to competing or being involved with a process that is considered a rigorous sport? Um, yeah, I think it, it changes your understanding of your own capabilities. So I think it teaches you that you are capable of more than you think. So you really learn... You kind of get pushed to your limits, to be honest, mentally, physically, emotionally. Um, and then you really learn to believe in yourself. And for me, I felt like going through the process helped my self-esteem, my belief in myself. And I realized that I am capable of a lot more than I ever thought possible. And I think when you realize that in um, this setting of competition, it also bleeds into your whole life. So... That's yeah. kind of what happened for me. I think we could end the podcast right here, and it was fine. <laughs> I mean, that's it. All right, guys. She covered it all. No, uh, there, you said a lot of par uh, powerful stuff right there, Jess. But um, let's start with self-esteem. How did it make a difference for you? Yeah, the first time we ever did the International Physique, I did the Inspiration category as well. So that was back in 20. Was that the show, uh, the first show I saw you at? Yeah. That was the first time I went. Yeah. And I remember seeing you on stage. It was really beautiful. Um, that was probably like my favorite, my favorite round of, uh -huh. of competing. Just because when I started that, I was, I was kind of going through a transitional process in my life too. I had just ended an engagement. Um, I had started a weight loss process, but I was kind of like stuck. And then I got convinced to do it, and I was kind of iffy about it. But I was like, okay, sure. And then once we started, I just went like a hundred and. 20% into it. It was like my my sole sort of dedication. Um, and I can't remember if I had already started grad school or not at the time, but I remember just spending a lot of time focusing on that. And 
I was so, so committed. Like that was the problem. I did not cheat at all. And I, I did transform. I had a major transformation. You did? I felt it not just like physically, but in my self-esteem. I right. felt a lot happier. I agree. All right. I am doing a second take for some reasons. Um, so, so yeah. So, you had a full body transformation. Uh, this was, you said, it was one of your best shows that you did. Yeah. And then you came back and I think that was the only time you did a transformation, right? After that, you crossed over to other categories. I think you did. I did Evening Gown and then I did Which category was the most challenging for you to be on or be a part of? Oh, definitely bikini. I was scared. <laughs> I was scared when I went up there because you have to show a lot of your body. So that was a very vulnerable thing for me to do because of my weight loss. And, you know, when you have a lot of weight loss like I did, you have a lot of skin. Yeah. And I did work really hard, so it showed. But, you know, I still have the skin, so that was really hard for me. But I'm glad I did it, and I was really scared. That was the time I went on stage, and my legs mm -hmm. were shaking. <laughs> and like I did evening gown, my legs were. I I can relate to like that because, um, and and this is what my posing coach told me, that made a big difference, is that obviously you're you're there, you're exposed. Um, for example, for me when I was in high school, uh, not high school, middle school, I was overweight, and then I started weight doing the weight loss and stuff like that. And then when I was my with my posing coach, during the end, I feel like you have a lot of, if you allow it, you have a lot of negative self-talk. Because mm -hmm. yeah. your body will, your mind will start tearing your body apart saying, you're not this, you're not that. How come you're doing this? Have you seen the videos and what they look like? Mm -hmm. But I think on the other side of that, when you go through it, I found, found for me, it, it made like a mental switch. It's not so much physically anymore because at this point i don't it's not that i don't care what i look like physically i just feel like i'm comfortable in my own skin yeah yeah and i think because of that that's why i do it and, and and that's why i did it that was the biggest gain i would say my experience in competing was that mm -hmm. to feel comfortable in your own skin yeah that's so true i think that's the other side the other side of physique competitions that we don't always talk about is that um, self-criticism yeah. when you bounce, when you come back from a show, right? It's really easy to gain a lot of weight after a show mm -hmm. and you're never going to look like you do when you're on stage. Right. Because we don't normally... It's not sustainable either. It's not sustainable, yeah. So I think that's, that's a whole other process we go through of like acceptance of yourself and loving your body to know like, okay, my body is so capable of carrying me through all of these different phases in life. And, uh, and you said you this. told some of your competitors last time that it kind of resonated with me is that your body's going to look different in like different phases of your life. Yeah. You said it better, but it, it, when you were like talking to them, I was kind of staring from the outside and I'm like, oh, damn, that yeah. is true. Our body serves us for every season of our life. That's what they say. And it changes as we need it to. Yeah. I th yeah. That's how you said it, I think. Um, so, so yeah. So, so you did, you did that. Um, and I feel like because of what we've learned along the way, whenever we get new competitors, we're able to to see it through their lenses because we were there at some point. Yeah. So I think having you as part of this whole process 
is amazing because you 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 you've experienced it, you've lived it, and and I think you're a great asset to all this. But now we're gonna change that. We're changing the dynamic, so you're now gonna compete, which also requires you stepping down from being a coach and you being you're being a participant now. Yeah. And and I think you and I had this conversation the other day that it's not so much about looking great, which is one of the added. It's the sport now. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like I started doing it in 2018. In 2020, I took a break for obvious reasons. The whole world took a break. Uh, COVID. Mm-hmm. But then 2021, I said, okay, this isn't my time to compete. This isn't my year. So that was the time I started to help out with the posing. And I feel like now is my time. And I feel really ready and really excited. And having gone through the process for so many years, right from 2018 to now, it just has become something that I really like. I really love it. And yeah, I've had like my downs and I've been like, ah, it's exhausting and like, ah. And then when I think about it, I'm like, but it's like a part of what I like to do. Yeah. Like I'm passionate about it. And I'm really excited to, <clears throat> to compete this round. Yeah. And I think this time we're doing a longer prep, which serves really, yeah. really good for us because um, – six months and it sounds like a lot of time but i feel like sometimes it goes way too quick yeah it's not but it isn't it isn't and i'm really excited about about the length of my training yeah i agree i agree all right so those are the upsides again it, it you you the upsides of this is i get i guess it improves the way you look at yourself uh i, I feel for me and i think you said it too it if it, it improves you also mentally oh yeah the physical part comes with all of this obviously but let's now talk about the downfalls of physique competition. If you would mention one thing that would be okay, like, I don't want to say a negative, but like, sure, a negative of, of this, what would it be? Um, I'm going to go with feeling like maybe you can't like fully participate in social activities, but that's going to depend on like your personality, I guess, right? And like this prep is going to hit the holidays, which I am like mentally preparing myself for, because that can be hard. Um, So I think you have, a negative side could be that folks in your support system don't understand why you're doing it, and they... Well, we're Latinos, so if you go to any party, they're like, come mija, estás muy flaca. Yeah. (laughs) And then you'll be like, no, I can't, because I'm doing this thing, and they'll be like, ay, tienes mucho tiempo, ay, no importa, una vez, you know, one one time, nothing. Or when people say, well, you have a short life, or you got to live life, because, and eat it, or have a cupcake, you know. But I think it, it comes down to you making that choice, not people instilling right. their beliefs on them, which yes, is a exactly. whole different thing. And that's the only downside, though, is like um, it could impact like who you who you spend time with, who you're close to, who you're not. Like when I can be, I'm not that social, and not in a bad way. Like I spend time with my best friends. My best friends, they know that I compete, and they're really supportive, and they're never like, oh, have this or have. I'll hang out with them. They'll do their thing. They'll drink. They'll eat. Whatever. I'll bring my own food, and then we still have fun. Right. right? So, but I think that could be a downside is if you have a really, like, hard time with folks who do pressure you or folks who don't understand the reasoning why or how much discipline it takes because you don't want to, like, work really, really hard and then just be like, no, it's okay, I'll skip for for this time. So, yeah, I think that's one. Well, you mentioned the negative, but you made it into a positive. I mean, your circle matters. and, And obviously, if they're supportive, then I think it becomes less heavy on you. I think, the other... I think I would have to agree with that. Like in terms of like social engagements, I think that that usually 
struggles a little bit. Um, even, for example, in relationships, because, oh, well, I want to go eat pizza, but you can't <laughs> because you're prepping. You can't have normal date nights, which is so true. That's funny, because when I first met my boyfriend, we started dating. I was I had literally met him the month before we started to prep, I think. So I was doing prep for the first six months or something, something like that, four months that we were together. Yeah. So we didn't, we couldn't go out and eat a lot. And right. we went on a trip, but it worked out. Cause we just, like, I remember when you went on the trip, yeah. Yeah, so it's possible. It's possible to yeah. still have a life and have fun and do prep. I think one, one thing for me, because I tend to like always, whatever I'm focused on, give it my best. That for me during peak week was the biggest struggle because there was things that I was missing, appointments, opportunities that I was not taking because I was prior. I, it forced me to prioritize myself, yeah. and I w- I was wanting to sleep more. I was wanting. I, I was making time to sleep more, yeah. whether it was good or bad for me or business and this this and this, and made it made myself be my own priority. And I think that for me was a little weird yeah. because. And I remember you saying, hey, things will fall through the cracks and you've got to be okay with it. Me being over an overachiever was like, that happened to her. That's not going to happen to me. <laughs> no. And then one day I was I was here. I was training. And then even some of my my participants or some people that we're training with are like, are you all right? They, I just yeah. – people, when they see me, they're like, they're like, oh, I see you're glowing. I see light in you. And with me, they're like, What's you're not you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's that is especially during peak week. But I think it's ups and downs. But overall, though, is it worth it? I think yes. Like for me, it it really was at the end. For me to compete and do this and everything we did, I think it was it was worth it for me. And this is why I'm excited to do it again. Um, I have a tendency of looking at my picture and be like, "Uh, "You look good, but you could have done this, 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 isn't it?" But no, I feel like that was that was great for me for my first time. Do I want to improve areas? Yes, but I'm still appreciative of what my end result was the first time I did it. Yeah. Okay. So, um, any pointers, Jess? Let's say from a participant. No, let's start from a coach perspective. When you're coaching someone, what are the things that you usually try to lead with? Uh, To remember your why. Right? Why are you doing this? Huh? To stay disciplined and practice every single day and do your core work every single day. <laughs> and stick to your nutrition plan. Nutrition. It's so important. I, it's just as important as working out yeah. nutrition. Because I think do people that, don't sometimes get the fact that the working out is not the hard part. It's a nutrition. It's a nutrition piece. And the nutrition is what creates that transformation mm-hmm. because we could do we could do all the working out but if we're not eating our macros we're not eating according to what we're supposed to be it's gonna be really hard to see those changes and the eating piece we don't we don't mean to starve ourselves because right. we don't starve ourselves we actually eat a lot of food in the first phases of this because we're trying to gain muscle which usually results in us being at a calorie surplus so mm-hmm. we're eating more than we are burning so i think right. that that sometimes people that don't necessarily understand this process think that we're starving for six months and it's not necessarily like that. Yeah, and I think people can struggle with that too at the beginning because um, I know so a few rounds, so some of the folks were like, oh my God, it's a lot of food. I've never had this much Agreed. food. Agreed. And yeah, just sticking to Or it's that mental switch because I'm eating a lot of food, so a lot means I'm gaining weight. Yeah. 
right. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That, that can definitely be hard, too. Although I like to eat food, so I didn't really. Have but a but see that that changed though. Like say for me that changed because I thought yeah. for me I was like I was thinking no carbs, no this, no that, and now um my my nutrition consists of mostly carbs. Yeah, I love carbs, but and see when I when I did the rounds before I had we didn't have the nutritionist we have now. Yeah, you guys had so the list. So different for me, but I was so grateful because my life. It's time easier. Was so hard. It's yeah. easier. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right, so we'll try to wrap this up because, of course, we can keep talking, but I don't want to overextend this more than we should. Um, my word of advice for people is whether that you're considering of, of doing this or not is, one, uh, don't be afraid of it. Two, look at it from, a, okay, it's six months. Look at your schedule. See if it's doable for you. Mm-hmm. If you're getting in, you're getting in your own way because you feel like you're going to fail – What's worst case scenario? What you you are left in the better shape than when you started with. That is worst case scenario, but I think the biggest thing to consider is that these are six months not for competition, but these are six months that are completely focused on yourself. The focus is you, and um, that may be a struggle for some people. It was a struggle for me, but I, I'm, knowing what I know now, I'm very excited to start this process. What about for you, love? Um, I'm gonna say, right, yes, focusing on yourself. But when you're going into a physique competition and the training period, you should think about it as a priority, which is part of why it's hard to focus on yourself because a lot of us are not taught to prioritize ourselves. A lot of times we're taught that it's selfish if we put ourselves first. And you're going to go through this process and work really, really hard. So it's really important that you prioritize it. Yeah. And in terms of like making time to do all of the things you have to do, to meal prep, to do your workouts, to do your ab work, to do your stretching and your restorative Stretching, day, stretch. And rest days. Um, so staying focused, remembering your why. And right. Yeah, I think it's important you put your heart into it too. Yeah. It's, it's beautifully said. All right, Bubbles, we'll leave it here. You will see Bubbles around or Jessica around training, but you will also catch her on stage April 2023, God willing. All right, bye, guys. Bye.